had many conversations for stories of practice on dance, mindfulness, and social justice around creating meals. As an educator and choreographer, the creative process for me begins to stir in the kitchen. Welcome to my podcast, What Stirs. I am your host, Dr. Desiree Kramer, the cooking choreographer. I'm here today with Terry Kirby, deep sea submersible pilot, former operations director of the Hawaii Undersea Research Lab, an accomplished visual artist with over 40 years of experience and adventures in the deep sea. Terry agreed to share his creative process and journey. Good morning, Terry. How are you? Good morning, Des. Wonderful for you to join me. I'm curious about your creative process as an artist. What stirs your creative process? Well, it's there's some things that uh, that inspire you um, uh, to to want to recreate something you experience. And uh, from the time I was a kid and uh, doing doing painting, um, there were certain certain things that would you know sort of resonate with you, and uh, and that is sort of what happened through the years, and it didn't happen very often. Um, one example is like doing a dive in the in the 70s in Sharks Cove, one of those perfect, beautiful mornings with crystal clear water, early morning sunlight. And it just uh, inspired me so much. I sat down with a slate and drew the whole thing out. And then I went and bought a canvas that was way too big, four foot by three foot, and started that painting. And it got to a stage where where I kind of burned out on it. And that painting sat there until uh, 1984. Um, wow. so I had a, a, an accident um, that... that, uh, that at sea where a hatch came down on my hand and my left hand and I, I was uh, I was stuck in rehabilitation and missing the ocean and missing I took that painting down and and I put a lot of heart into that painting a lot more um, as I was missing the ocean and missing Hawaii so it just uh, every once in a while something will happen that will spark something that it just it just really needs to to um, uh, that really needs to sort of get out and be expressed in a painting. So, so I think that's what's happening right now. Um, I'm putting a lot of heart into the images um, that I'm creating uh, right now um, with, uh, with the past experiences of the last 40 years of submersible operations. So I'm, I'm curious, do you have a prescribed way that leads your process? Well, the, my medium, mostly for the years, um, uh, was uh, acrylic on canvas or watercolor and ink on canvas. When we did the initial exploration of the Luigi volcano, there were so many different uh, experiences and scenes that I started um, painting a lot of those. Um, Another example is our, our five months of volcano exploration on the Kermadec Arc. I was in one of the pit craters and then shallow. It was around 200 meters, so there was a lot of ambient light, and we were doing sampling of, of vinning gas that was like bubbling out of the bottom. And I moved from that spot up to an area on the rim of the crater, looking back down to where I was just sitting, and turned the lights off on the sub, 
And it was just an incredible scene with that, that ambient light lighting up the sides of that crater. It was like a full moonlit night on a snow-covered slope with the, um, uh, the deposits from the, from the volcano. But uh, it was like being inside of a champagne glass. And so that sort of impressed that image. I was like screaming to get on the canvas. And it was something that when we had time off and we got back, I actually painted that one. So um, uh, what I'm doing now is, uh, is a completely different uh, medium and a different approach um, uh, to, um, to putting that creative process together um, in, a, in, a, in a whole different way. That's a beautiful image, you know, like a champagne glass. That's in- incredible. You know, imagine that you're recreating that on, on a canvas. So then it leads me to ask you, what are your challenges and how do you navigate your challenges? Well, I think the, one of the biggest challenges um, that I was, I was looking at for years, um, Max and Steve and I, um, who have been you know, doing dives together for years, that, um, and, and uh, all these historic sites that, that uh, Hurl has discovered over the years, we've been talking about a book for a long time. And I really wanted to do detailed illustrations um, for that for that book of all these historic sites, and to sit down with paint and canvas, um, and anything that you have man-made, you're using all the rules and the laws of perspective and vanishing points, and uh, to do that on canvas would have taken me the next forty years to try to recreate all the images. Right. And 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 detail that can justify those sites. So, um, I started experimenting um, with a three D modeling program and with Creative Suite, and uh, and doing that, I have been able to apply this creative process to that medium. It's almost like opening up a box of paints and looking at brushes and tubes of paint. And at one one point, I had a professor, an art professor, that told me that my work wasn't real art because I put in too much detail. So this is like the perfect medium for me because this is all about detail. And all the detail that goes into and the things you remember, like uh, just, you know, subtle lighting, like, uh, and, and in this medium, recreating these images for this historic sites, I mean, it's all about lighting because what you're you're trying to recreate uh, an image of something that you could never see and something that that shows like a whole historic wreck site on the bottom with the subs around it lighting it up. And by using this as a medium, um, I can make sure that uh, the scale and any type of composition I use is is accurate. And then you just uh, sort of apply the whole um, artistic um, approach to to the, the uh, lighting and, and composition. But what I'm doing is I'm actually trying to recreate in as much accurate detail these historic sites as possible. Mm-hmm. And every one of these historic sites has its, its own story to tell. And that was the other thing that really inspired me uh, to do this. So, Terry, where does your art take you? Well, right now, what, what it's, where it's taking me right now is 
is I really um, um, always wanted to share this. What you experience down there looking out the viewport is just such a, a, a unique encounter, unique experience. And and right now I'm I've got on my list 29 different historic sites. And whether this is these illustrations and the description of these sites and the history of these sites is shared in a book or in a museum or whatever medium. Um, that is what has really inspired me is to share that and to share those feelings that you had in a way possible. And one image just tells such a story in itself. And um, the other thing that I'm finding right now, this is a great therapy for me at this time. Wonderful. Because I actually started diving uh, the Star 2 submersible, uh, and I started working with it in 1976 and actually started diving it in the South China Sea in, in 1979. And our last dives, an incredible project of the Seamount was in 2017. So that's a lifetime of exploring the ocean. And it's something that's very hard to just turn off. So what these illustrations is almost like reliving these dives. So, so much, uh, so much heart and detail goes into that because it's almost like experiencing that dive over again. So I'm, I'm basically detoxing from a career of exploring the ocean. <laughs> What a wonderful story. So I have to ask you this question, Terry. What is your go-to meal after a long day in the studio? Well, one of the things that, um, that uh, one of the meals that I like and uh, um, that I, I make up in something that's sort of a, uh, a, a general meal that I, can, that I can use through the week with, um, with uh, either you know, rice or pasta or on salad, is I'll take um, I'll take chicken breasts and fillet them, lay them out on a baking pan, and crush a little bit of sea salt on that, and then um, take pesto. I usually make my own pesto, but I found that the Costco pesto is really excellent. <laughs> and then I'll uh, slather that um, pesto um, on there, and um, and then flip them over and do the same on the other side. And then um, uh, sprinkle tarragon. I love fresh tarragon on that, and sprinkle tar crushed tarragon on that, and then put um, uh, grind up some feta cheese, and I'll take cherry tomatoes and slice those and lay those on top. So it looks very Christmassy with the uh, white uh, um, feta cheese and the cherry tomatoes. And I usually bake that at 450 for about 13 minutes and then I'll put it on boil for another three minutes until it starts to darken the cherry tomatoes and um, and then I'll use that um, during the week um, with either rice or with pasta or use it on a salad so um, uh, that, that's that's one and meal that um, that I uh, I cook but I really love your uh, your chicken uh, <laughs> Well, that's your that that meal sign. That's another creative portobello mushrooms. This is a creative process indeed, and what and what a process you have. I love the image of a Christmassy, you know, most definitely. Well, thank you so much, Terry, for sharing your creative process with me. It was my pleasure. Terry Kirby, former deep sea submersible pilot and former operations director 
of the Hawaii Undersea Research Lab and an accomplished visual artist.